When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. From Foxborough, Massachusetts, on the heels of a heartbreaking, gut-wrenching preseason defeat at the hands of the New York football giants, 23-21. to This is your old pal Nick Fitzy Stevens alongside Andy Jumbo Hart with our Instant Reaction Six Rings podcast to tonight's first preseason game of the 2022 season. And if you happen to uh, to have been watching from home tonight on the broadcast and you saw Steve Burton, the legendary sports anchor on Channel 4 WBZ, was presented with a birthday cake. Andy Hart just cut into the birthday cake <laughs> and helped himself to a giant slice. So he is on a sugar high right now, and he's feeling good. And as am I, Andy, because, yes, the Patriots lost. Cancel the season. You know, rescind the duck boat order. It's no big deal. You lose preseason games all the time. Whatever. We're not the Ravens. But I think there were enough positives to take away. There are some negatives as well, but enough positives to take away to feel – not great like, you know, hey, t- ticket them for Arizona, but everything that we've seen the past couple of weeks, everything that you've been concerned about, everything that everyone has been complaining about, um, well, we, we just we saw some progress and some development tonight. What did you like? Uh, well, first, let's paint the big picture, and then okay. we'll work down to a more granular level. So big picture, mm-hmm. as people are watching, no, people that didn't watch, whatever. Yep. Bill didn't play the bulk of his Presumed starters, top-line players, whatever you want to call those guys. Uh, so it was mostly the backups against yep. a lot of Giants starters and first-team players. We saw for the Saquon first couple Barkley, series, right? we saw Daniel Jones, that whole thing. Whereas the Patriots started Brian Hoyer at quarterback and you know the backup offensive line and the second-tier receivers. So that's the first and foremost takeaway. Second- uh, and we'd heard about that. I, wanna, I don't want to gloss over that. I'm glad you brought that up because we'd heard about it earlier, intimated as much by Mike Reese. The yep. only possible starter that maybe we saw – was Cole Strange. Yep. Happy to see him out there. You can't. 69. You can't, you can't miss it. <laughs> oh, boy. They're going to fly off the shelves at the Pats Pro Shop. So he held his ground, but, of course, he's, you know, sort of against starters, but that's fine. He didn't do anything wrong tonight, we'll say. It wasn't yeah, no, bad. he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Exactly. Fine. Uh, but otherwise, there were no starters. Why? Why do you think that's the case? Why do you think Bill didn't start him? Uh, I think there's a few theories. I've heard some people say he's protecting them because they've looked so poorly and he didn't look so bad that he didn't want to see that in game action against the Giants, that whole thing. Uh, Maybe he doesn't think they're ready, which Mm -hmm. is another concern. I think there's also just the fact that we've seen that Bill has fallen in love with joint practices in those weeks in the past. That is on the horizon. Mm -hmm. So maybe he's just looking forward to that. I mean, there's a lot. I, I hate it. Uh, you, you can listen to this podcast. You can also probably read uh, a column on uh, Friday morning on weei.com where I will be 
questioning the 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 smarts of it, the 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 idea that oh, get ready for the quote tweets when you publicize it. Oh on yeah, Twitter people will get on. Oh, oh Matt, yeah, this well, guy. Well, Matt's o- gonna forget how to play football. This guy over here questioning the yeah. genius but, Belichick. Oh, yeah, I am. High. I am because that's the way it works. And I would boil it to one simple idea. Okay. This offense that I've seen yep. looks like a unit, a group, position groups, individuals that need every rep they can get. You had an opportunity to give them a series, two series of game action, whatever you wanted to do. A little first taste. Didn't, just a little yes, first taste. A little nibble, a little like tuna, I did with the cake. A little tuna. A little first taste. It was hardly a first taste. <laughs> By the way, you put that cake away in record time. As if someone knew you stole it. As if, as if you were in a refugee camp. Um, and that there's probably a reason why Steve Burton looks so you know Spelt. thin and good right. shape, and I don't, because I'm eating his birthday cake, and he uh, forgoes it. But Some people um, don't have their cake. Some people will eat it for them. Damn right. That's and it I, it's energized me with a Diet Pepsi to get the ride home. All right, so um, from our perspective, yes, I too am disappointed they didn't let Mac Jones and the starters play one or two series. I would like to see them get tuned up. I would like to either see... Some of these plays that have been like uh, trash fires that have just been causing such great alarm for the first couple of weeks in training camp. Go out there and either take your lumps or show us, ha, psych, surprise, we're actually putting it together. At the same time for the fans, they come out here, they're forced to either take these tickets off their relatives or friends or they get them and slog through it as part of the 10-game package they have Mm. to buy as season ticket holders. They'd like to see... Uh, they like to see the starters. They like to see the receivers. They want to see Mac Jones a little bit more than just standing on the sidelines holding onto his collarbone than, you know, dapping up Daniel Jones after the game. They want to see the starters. I, I, I think it was protective. i got to be honest. I think it was a little bit protective of Bill. Like, I don't want to put him out there. Confidence was already ebbing. We're starting to build it back up because we had one or two good practices before this. Like, come on. Are we Ugh, really doing that? Aren't they professionals? Yeah. Like Come I, on. I, grown I, ass men, let's go get out. I'm there. really struggling as I formulate my column in my head, like to come up with a good reason why they're not capable, why they can't just go out there, show something, take their lumps, whatever it may be. They're professionals. We should also say there's only three preseason games now, so right. that like that's a part of this. The modern preseason plan only includes three games. You just gave one of those up, so as you have sit here, two games 30, now. Now thirty days away from the opener on September 11th. In Miami. Now, to your point about Bill uh, and most coaches, but especially Bill loving these joint practices, the 16th and 17th, yep. the Panthers come into town. You'll see some offensive speed. You'll have to deal with McCaffrey, DJ Moore, etc. You'll see a couple of quarterbacks who might be uh, working at Church's Fried Chicken in a couple of years. Yes. <laughs> Sam Darnold and Baker Mayfield are selling insurance. Uh, maybe they'll be working as sideline analysts for uh, the SEC network. Who knows? Uh, you'll see a defense that's got a good defensive line who's going to actually – give this offensive line, which could use a little work, both uh, in the starters' ranks and the backup ranks, they're going to give them all they can handle this week. Still, put them out there. Right. Yeah, put them I, out I, there. I don't have a great reason, other than that, that he looks at those couple days against the Panthers as almost individual games, mm-hmm. like those reps. You're adding all those reps right. up, and what value is there in 10 reps for Mac Jones over two drives in that first unit? But... I don't think it's the same personally. I think there's something to be said for you're in the stadium, you're on the game field, there's a crowd in the stands, there's referees. Like, this is real, this isn't scripted, this is real football, or as close as you can get to real football. Um, the other big picture item, so we've kind of talked about that, 
we would have probably played Mac Brian Jones. Brian Hoyer, who got the start, played about a quarter, yep. and then it was Bailey Zappi time. Nanny Personally, Zappy. there are two places I would like to see Brian Hoyer. On the sidelines holding a clipboard or at, like, Market Basket or Shaw's. You know, like, oh, hey, it's Brian Hoyer, everybody. That's great. I don't need to see him play yeah, I he looked good. He played, he's you know, fine. The touchdown on Taekwon Thornton. He's fine. Nice deep. It's fine. I don't ever want to see him play. He is honestly. He is a turkey sandwich with mustard. You know, cheese. I like turkey sandwich. Old lettuce. I know. It's fine. See, what I'm describing is fine. Yeah, it's fine. Gets the job special. done. Exactly. You're not going to exactly. have an explosion nope. later. You're going to be full. No, you're going to move fine. on the rest of your day. Get you through the day. Yes. Yeah, it's fine. So a turkey sandwich and a diet Pepsi. Question: yes. Who's going to get you through the day calling plays? Because we saw Matt Patricia early mm-hmm. call Brian Hoyer plays. Then we saw Joe Judge later calling zappy plays and speaking of things i hate <laughs> two offensive coordinators in the same game yeah. if you have two shortstops you have none if you have two quarterbacks you have none if you have two offensive play callers you have none you have none and my point would be very similar to the mac jones point mm-hmm. i think whoever the play caller is going to be and i kind of thought we had settled into matt patricia it felt like that That's, we were we settled had, in. we had heard as much Heard as much, but seen as much. Mm-hmm. The team reps, they were Matt Patricia. Yep. Joe Judge does the seven-on-seven, seven, but whatever. I think either guy needs the reps. They've never done the job before. So you can tell me it's Judge. You can tell me it's Patricia. I, quite frankly, don't give a rat's katukas right now. Get that guy reps, a feel for the game, a feel for the flow, and a feel for, ooh, my left tackle just got injured. He's limping off. Does that change the next play that I call? Does like. Anything Ooh, it was like third that. and two, and Trey Nixon dropped an easy-to-catch first-down pass, right. which may put him in the back ranks of the wide receiver so, room. Or Ke- uh, Kevin Harris dropped an easy uh, wheel route pass that would have gotten us. 100%. Like, you, and you have to deal with like, That's going to bother your quarterback. The play caller is going to get frustrated. He's got to overcome that frustration and then dial up another yeah, play. I, I just I don't know why we can't come. And Bill was asked about it post-game and mm-hmm. deflected, as you would expect he would deflect. First line I heard from coach's post-game presser was yeah i got a lot of guys that uh don't get a lot of got to see a lot of guys that we don't get to see out there well you see him in everyday practice coach so and you decide when you get yeah, to see him every right. day you decide you, how much you want all, to see him you're the one you're literally the them. one who decides and how fine. and when you get to see them so i don't need to see because her on again but that's nope fine. and he decided he wanted to see them that's fine he decided he wants matt patricia and joe judge to split play calling duties in the preseason opener again that's you his are prerogative have a field day this weekend on the radio yeah, talking about that, like as much as you'd like, oh Bailey Zappy yeah. stuff, oh this, oh that, all the sexy fun stuff that people would like to talk about. Like, no, digging in the real meat and potatoes this weekend is going to be why in the frig did two separate people get to call plays tonight? Well, you know what, my I, I've used the comparison all along of mm-hmm. brain surgery. Bill Belichick tells me good Who coaches are coaches. In the middle of surgery. Well, that's my point. So even if <laughs> even if I need brain surgery, and I'm not going to go to a brain surgeon, I'm just going to a general practitioner, mm-hmm. then I find out the general practitioner is actually going to have five cadavers available to practice brain surgery before that surgeon. So they, before they warm up to get to you? He does one, and I go, you know what? Why don't you take the rest of the day off? I'm going to have somebody else yeah, take the next one. You're good, meat. That's fine. Like, it's one thing to what have are somebody we doing? at the end of a surgery you know, tap in and be like, I- I'll close them up for you. Yeah, no, 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 this fine. is. No, this is like in the middle. Yep. Like, yeah, you put like, I'm soaping up. I'm, out. Yeah. You put this one. What are we I, so and we can continue this discussion. We will in the it's coming so weeks. So let's get into the granular stuff. Okay, guys, we liked guys. We didn't like I'm going to yep. start because I'm going to overall. I just want to say good I was going to start and you cut me off. No, but you we, know what? Fine. I've had enough you, of this. You decided to get granular. But just one la- one last note. Um, overall, um, could compete. Good effort. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you're going to get that. It's, it was a very I'd much be a stunned if you game. didn't. I know. Because the old phrase, 
it matters to the guys who are out there. They're competing for jobs and careers and Mm -hmm. tape and all of that. And one of those guys, one of the guys that I think is going to compete when we actually do see the real offense and starters and high-level players is Tyquan Thornton. And I liked everything I saw from the rookie receiver. Literally Literally everything. everything. He got open deep. Hoyer missed him. Okay, the play got wiped out by a flag elsewhere on the field. He gets held in the back of the end zone, breaks free from the hold. Yes, Mm -hmm. the little twiggy with the small wrist Mm -hmm. broke free from a starting cornerback's hold. Correct. Caught a touchdown. He had a short catch where he cut it back, made a play. He blocked. And I know some fans are probably, whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are we blocking with the guy with the the little wrists and everything? He stuck his nose in there. I love literally everything I see from Tyquan Thornton, who I'll say it again. I've said it before. Best rookie receiver drafted in the first two days by this team since Dion Branch in 2008. In two th- and that is not a hot take. Them's just facts thus far. It, yep. is, it is way I too feel very confident to crown him a Red Jacket member of the Patriots Hall of oh, Fame. Oh, yeah, yeah, not going To draft far. him for our fantasy team or to say he's the best. It's, but it's no, but a he nice will contribute this year. to say on August 11th, I think he's the best well, one since. So that if you end up being right, we'll be able to well, go back to the tape or my iPhone, which we're recording this on, and say, hey, Andy Hart coined it. Andy well, you know Hart how I first. say when I'm right, and we go back, just like when I was right on the very Johnny first Smith. day of training. Mm-hmm. Ca- no, no, no. My Nikhil Harry one. I'm sticking the receiver position, my history there. Out when eight, I said, out eight weeks. this guy's toast, Stunner, by the way. he stinks, he's not going to have a good career. Jacoby Myers, the guy after him in reps who's undrafted, will have a much better career. Nailed the hell out of it. Yep. Dale Arnold didn't did. like it, thought I was reactionary. Well, I can be reactionary negative. What was I can Dale's be Wordle positive. score that day? <laughs> did you know I'm on an incredible Squirrel. Wordle streak? Anyway. Uh, uh, so, I'm, I'm with you. Moves, here's the, here's the nice part. All right, we know he's got the four two eight straight line speed. Yes, moves incredibly well laterally. Quicker well. than you think. Quicker than you think. Gets out of the break quickly. Um, what do they What do they call it? Um, I heard someone upstairs uh, in the press box tonight. Um, someplace I absolutely don't belong, but there we are. And what a world! Not it at is. all. And you they'll, snuck up on me. All of a sudden, I look in the reflection of the glass. I'm just like, why is Fitzy <laughs> behind me? Giant head. Or they'll put anyone on the jumbotron. Apparently, I digress. Who makes I bad heard jokes? What upstairs? <laughs> Dad jokes, just like you. <laughs> Uh, but I'm not a comedian. Say, like, uh, I used to be. So you aren't really not either. So much anymore. I'm, de- I'm mostly dead inside. I work with you. So um, I heard someone upstairs say, like, ooh, he's got a nice release package. And I was like, there's, there's one we might want to rethink. Release package? <laughs> I heard the phrase release package, meaning, like, set of moves to be able to free get himself. Get off the line. Oh, he gets off? He gets off with a nice... <laughs> All right, this one is NSFW. We're going to have to get our ratings changed on Spotify. Apple Pods, etc. I loved everything I saw from Texas. So give me Easily somebody else. the star of the night. Uh, someone else? Mac Wilson Sr. Okay. Mac Wilson Sr. Uh, stood out. Maybe it was because most of the other linebackers didn't really pop, per se. Yep. Cameron McGrone, we'll talk about you in a minute. Yeah, no. Or the lack of what we saw. None of the other linebackers jumped off the page or the screen or the field. Mac Wilson Sr., quick, decisive, hits hard. Like someone who knew where to be and made plays. None of them were, you know, jaw-dropping plays, uh, but they were, like, he looks like a a pro. He looks like somebody you can, like, stick out there, like, Wilson's not going to get us in trouble. Wilson's not going to, like, he'll he'll fill the gap. He'll make the play. He's quick to the ball, which is great. Also, nice play by Terrence Mistral with that punch-out that Malcolm Butler recovered and loved hearing Malcolm Butler get the hero's welcome from the crowd. Yes. uh, I did think it was interesting, speaking of those two that combined for that turnover, that they were on the field playing a lot. When we just talked about the fact that most guys who are presumed starters, right. top-level players, aren't. And we've seen in various days in practice where that 
Terrence Mitchell's been more consistently with the one sort of opposite Jalen Mills. Butler was more consistently in the next group, although those have sort of alternated back and forth, certain segments of practice. Uh, I still stand by, I'm not totally sold Malcolm Butler's going to be on this football team. Mm. Surprise cut type guy, surprise retirement type guy. Um, It's interesting that he was out there. The play in particular that you described, the turnover, really interesting I thought from Mitchell for the punch out was, if he didn't get the ball, he made no attempt to make a tackle. He no. was, and I think Mac Wilson was the one who was actually chasing the receiver from behind. But mm-hmm. I'm going to give Mitchell the benefit of the doubt and say, "Ooh, I see a linebacker here to make the play. I can be aggressive and go for the the punch out here, the peanut punch." It worked. He punched it out. I'm just not sure he was actually thinking that, and it had the opportunity to be a missed tackle. Oh, it and a was. Bad I mean, play. he led with the fist too, just like I remember uh, a couple years ago. Nick Chubb broke free on a big run in 2019. Yep. And Jonathan Jones chased him yep. down from behind with the old reverse punch arena, which was yep. a, a great play. Didn't make an effort to tackle him, more just like, right. this is my only hope. But at least that one, this. it was selling out for a touchdown. It was right. going to be a touchdown. If I don't know that he's tackling him. This was more middle of the field. The safe play is to secure a tackle, wrap him up. He thought nothing of that and just threw a haymaker, knocked the ball out. So that was good. Who else did you like? Um... Who else did I like? Uh, I think Bailey Zappi qualifies for. He started a like. slow, finished stronger. Yeah. I thought he had a really poor uh, first half, and then got of 32, hot. 205, I believe. Uh, one tutty, one pick. I believe he had 16 in the first half. I was three yeah. of nine for 16 yards. Got hot in the first drive of the second quarter when he hooked up on a pair of back shoulder throws yep. to Trey Nixon. Mm-hmm. They looked like they had a little something, something going and 36 on. 32 36-yarder, two yes. nice deep balls. And that yep. led to a scoring drive right down the field to open the half. I think Kevin Harris punched it in mm-hmm. uh, at the end there. So, Zappi I like as a developmental backup quarterback. Like, I've He's seen enough where I kind of like He's be the third this year, or maybe eventually he'll work his way up to be in the two and Hoyer can be deactivated. Because yep. Hoyer's here to be a coach as much as Devin yep. McCourty is in the back end of the defense as well. And that's exactly where I want him to be, on the sideline or at the grocery store. I, I think Bailey Zappi by next year and can be a rock-solid backup, a nice little Mac clone if you need someone to come in that can run the offense the same way, some symmetry without having to alter the game plan too much. But for now, I like the gumption. Kid was happy to run around and sling it. 32, 32 passes in his first game as a pro, like pretty impressive. And those deep balls were nice. Under threw a few. The final touchdown to little Jordan Humphrey, which we won't be talking about as much because, A, it's preseason, and, B, they lost the game and defense couldn't stop the Giants in the final drive. Oh, it's like how it always goes here, Fitz. Um, that was a nice play. Back, like, the blitz protection broke down. Back foot, drops a dime. Nice comeback attempt by little Jordan Humphrey yep. to come back and get it. And he makes my, hey, you had a game for yourself night. Little Jordan Little Jordan wasn't bad. I don't think he has a great shot. I would say he's entered the chat. So between Wilkerson, Nixon, and Lil Jordan, uh, one of the three of them is competing to try to either be the sixth receiver, A, not likely, or B, in case one of the Patriots' veteran receivers does get traded or cut, as we've heard in the last couple of days, could be the case, possibly Aguilar. If that happens, apparently they're going to find dumber, dumber. <laughs> like, I was very confused by the PFF report. It was like, yeah, they could look to trade Nelson Aguilar. We all know that they would trade Nelson Aguilar in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. If they could get anything for him and get the team to it, just take the salary. Would it just be like a six? Would it be like a pick swap where it's like the Pats get a fifth, give up a seventh, and the other team eats half the salary? It, it, yeah, it's going to be. That would be salary wild. is going to be a factor in there. Mm-hmm. Who's paying what money? I think it's a nine million dollar guaranteed salary. Yep. Who, who's paying that money? Like, are we splitting it? Are you taking more? 
I don't think you'll find anybody, unless somebody gets desperate, injuries happen, we'll see. Well, there's already been on one team that's supposed to have a loaded offense in the AFC, Tim Patrick, arguably one of the better and more handsomely compensated third receivers in football, went down for the year But the problem is, Aguilar wasn't good last year. He just wasn't good. And if you were trying to trade him, I also think that might have been a guy would he have played tonight to try to showcase him, quote-unquote, show that he can get open, make some plays. Well, maybe we'll he wasn't part of that. Week. Maybe. Um, and then the other story, while we're doing these real quick, that popped up, um, Burt Breer sort of answered a mailbag question about would the Patriots trade Damian Harris. He, tra- he answered it in the affirmative, like, oh, yeah, they like Ramondre Stevenson, and they drafted two running backs. I would be stunned if they traded Damian Harris. Now, didn't I just we speculate early on in the podcast season that maybe he could be – uh, a trade candidate because you know this is probably his last season with the Patriots as much as they might like him, as good as he is, because you get four years out of the back. Pats don't pay running backs. They drafted his clone in Kevin Harris. You got Pierre Strong. Now, granted, your ranks got thinned out today permanently because you lost James White to retirement. We but kind we of expected that. Was that. Gonna ha- right. We called that a couple months ago. At the very worst, uh, best-case scenario was going to be mid-season, yeah. and even that became more and more dubious. I'm glad he made the decision he did because sure. I'd rather see him heal up and have a happy, Correct. healthy life. Walk away when like, you can walk I gotta, away. Yeah, I got a giddy-up in my hitch. Or like right. the, was it the compromised gate that Mike Reese called it a yep. while ago? You don't want to see that on a guy like no. who's gone through what he's done and done what he did for this team, franchise, and fan base. But I, – I'll say it. I, I think trading Damian Harris would be stupid. Terrible Absolutely idea. stupid. You're going to be a run-centric you, team. You I don't. This is a like team that. that doesn't like to play rookie running backs nope. at all. Nope. And if you trade Damian Harris, you're going with Ramondre Stevenson, who's already dealt with a little something in camp, missed mm-hmm. a little bit of time, was rehabbing something on the side field. And what else? Pierre Strong, Kevin Harris, like you're just Ty nice Montgomery. Nice first step on Pierre, Pierre Strong, but he ain't ready. Can he play? Uh, like Kevin Harris, like I said, made a drop. Who knows what his protection ability? And, that, and that's the thing that they they. You might as well covet. just be tanking this. Heim Bloom would be trading. Bring, bring in Heim yeah. Bloom to Although, run. Although Heim Bloom would trade run. Damian Harris and then trade and for a different running back or something right. stupid like mixed messages. Yeah, um, I can't. Yeah, trade him to another team. So it makes no sense. No, I, I, makes I don't no see sense that. I could me. see a receiver trade. I don't see them trading David Harris. Okay, so we've been very positive. Let's, Let's flip, flip the, the switch. Let's go, yeah, exactly. Negative now. We haven't been negative nearly negative enough. I, gotta, I know. I, I was thinking the same All thing. Right. Uh, so where do you want to start with the negativity? I'll let you go first let's since go, I took the positivity. Let's go with some players that uh, underwhelmed. Joan Williams, you're taking too long. See you later. Yes. Bye. The funny thing for me is. I thought they would have left his torched carcass in Buffalo. He's after that not even been game. on my radar. Three years in, he has no role. They have a lot of bodies battling in the back end. Okay, but if you've got like Jones and Jones and also Jones and a bunch of other guys that you need to see some meaningful reps from, establishing what's your cornerback, you know, and also Malcolm Butler, can he still play at all? If you need to establish a cornerback depth chart, and you need to know who's good on the slot, who's good on the outside, who's your ball hawk, who's your speed guy. Why are you giving any minutes to Joan Williams? I, honestly. Last-ditch effort? I don't know. Maybe to see if you can, A, save one something. Lousy cornerback. See if you could maybe swap him for something still. You know, a trash-for-trash uh, trash trade. Uh, some big league chew? It happens. You get trash-for-trash trash trades in the NFL. There's... There's, uh, I mean, we I mean, saw it with Chase Winovich, Mac Wilson. Rounder. They did. We got Mac Wilson for Chase Winovich. That like those are good. two guys that had the exact same career. Their Nikhil, time was petering out with their teams. Got a seventh for Nikhil Harry. I ain't bad. Well, seventh in something. The year hey. 2077. Hey. Insert Julian Edelman was a seven. Yeah, great. Okay, yeah, great. All right, shot awesome. So let's get a six and get another Brady and all that. Uh, uh, so yeah, Joe yeah. Williams definitely would go. be on. 
Justin so, Huron was why terrible. Why did you carry Joe Williams' bag he, to the curb? Well, he would and, false start before he carried him to the curb because he, he, it was impressive. Uh, false started at right tackle early in the game. Uh, then when he moved to left tackle, he false started there as well. Who else didn't have uh, uh, Bill Murray? Good to see him. Well, there to were get 20 penalties in this game. 20. 12 in the first half. Way the too many. Way too uh, many And penalties. wasn't I told that they were going to try to de-emphasize roughing the passer a little bit? Yep. <laughs> hey, thank you. Wow, they're letting the fans down here now? So uh, some guy named Wyland, uh, linebacker, number yeah. 59, great blitz, absolutely blast Davis Webb the second he releases the ball, drove him to the ground. What are you supposed to do as you make contact? What are you supposed to, like, stop yourself or, like, pull up and just not? Oh, you're like, supposed to, like, fall to the oh, side. Stop. and there, there's it's football. We, we also saw there's a re-emphasis, I guess, on illegal contact. We saw some of those tonight. <laughs> Nobody's looking for those. Nope. Nobody's looking for those flags. Nope. Um, but, yeah, the offensive line with Haran. Three-hour and 20-minute preseason game. It didn't need to be that long. It was interminable. The second quarter felt like the fourth quarter. Oh. It just – and you knew you had the whole second half to go. Um, other guys, I'm trying to think of who else stood out Cameron for the McGro- Now, I mentioned him Cameron earlier. Cameron McGrone. Now, the reason why he made my uh, – my, like, I won't say, like, hate list for the night, but did nothing to – like, I've been ready for – to see his speed. I want to see the lateral pursuit ability. I want to see everything they talked about in terms of like, oh, this kid's got the fire. Oh, he's got the speed. He's got the heart of a lion. You know, he's got the mind of a champion. He's ready to get out there and show out. Nah, actually on that final drive where nope. the Giants just pushed the Patriots down the field and kicked the winning field goal with no time left. Uh, yeah, I didn't see much of anything. And he's the example of, I've been sort of jaded over the years. There's been so many of those guys that have gone through in my 20-plus years sure. covering this team that, oh, oh this guy's going to be awesome coming off in. For every Jermaine I think Antoine Cunningham, Womack you... was the first. Oh, a running back in the early 2000s. Yep. I fell in love with. They did the same thing. He was hurt. They drafted him. He's around a year. But he's going to be a running back for you. And he was nothing. And you just learn, like, yeah, they get excited about a lot of people. They have mm-hmm. hope and potential. Most times, it doesn't come to fruition. The late-round pick, the injury, the whole thing. He's playing catch-up. He never catches up. Um, Cornerback Sean Wade, I thought, was also... Once again, nothing really to distinguish himself. He could have had a couple interceptions. He actually had decent coverage on a deep ball. Never looked back, and the ball hit him right off the top of the head. Um, Then that was him that got the doink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Doink. Doink the clown. And then he had an outcut in the Giants bench area that he went up. High point hand... Oh, deflected off his hands. And I would actually say, in general, that was a problem for the Patriots secondary. Tonight, they must have gotten their hands on the 10, 12 balls. They could have had a lot of interceptions. First half, there were probably two or three over-the-middle tip drill balls from yep. Daniel Jones and then from <laughs> Joan Williams Taylor. actually knocked one down. He got tipped, and then it was going to be intercepted by, I don't know, somebody in the back end. And he, like, deflected it out of that guy. A nice pass breakup. Further, just Perfect. Further guaranteeing. Yes. Um, a trip down 95. But, yeah, Sean Wade, as we talk – because there were some positives, I thought, at linebacker. I thought Anthony Jennings flashed a little bit. I thought Josh Uche was decent. Uh, up front, I thought Roberts, uh, mm-hmm. Sam Roberts Sam, had some LeBron pressures. Ray, not LeBron bad. Ray, I thought, Caught, flashed. Opened some eyes. A lot of so people said Sam Roberts the, had a nice night. The, the sixth rounder he drew a Carolina hold, State. and he was solid. Yeah. Um, but the front, I'm starting to have a little intrigue on some of those guys. The back end, I'm becoming a little – the cornerback position. Mm -hmm. Nobody knows, dude. And I know guys didn't play. Like, Jalen Mills didn't play. Marcus Jones didn't play. Jonathan Jones didn't play. Like, there's guys out there. But Sean Wade, Joan Williams. They're they're 
I mean, Miles Bryant looked really yeah. good as a punt returner, something he didn't do a year ago. Mm-hmm. Jack um, Jones also looked excellent punt returner Jack, tonight. Jack Jones, I think, has athletic ability. I think he's going to look like a rookie corner when he plays corner. Aggressive, right. athletic. Ooh, I can get this. Ooh, coach, I couldn't get it. For and every that guy's one running. ball hawk move he makes, Otis he, Smith he's going to get burned two Makes or three plays times. for both teams. My man. My man. <laughs> O-T-I-S. If, he, if, if he picks up the mantle of being my man, like Otis, my man Smith. He's got a ways be to go okay before he that. reaches that veteran-level presence. I, I um, full well agree. Other guys that stood out for the negative, I didn't think there were really that many guys that there got There was no one who was egregiously really, bad no. beyond the, the ones that we mentioned previously in Joe Wan and Haram. And little ones, like the Kevin Harris continue. drop, ugly. Yeah. He actually did it two days ago in practice, so now it's a little bit of a question. Right. Can he and, catch? And you were worried about Pierre Strong's hands. Well, Kevin Harris. And well, now this does shine a light, Andy, to the idea. Two lights I would like to – two quick focal points, then we get got to wrap up. Uh, one is obviously now the need for – a dedicated third down back, if that's going to be incorporated consistently in the offense, showcases itself because James White, like we said, has retired. I think it's going to be Ty Montgomery, although J.J. Taylor did his best, ran his little ass off tonight. I think it's going to be Stevenson. I, I think Stevenson's think Stevenson? going to catch 40 I balls. Be Ty Montgomery. I think Ty Montgomery will be part of it. I think yep. he's going to be in the mix. I think it's going to be Returning, a little catching. bit more like James White, Brandon Bolden yep. will be Ramondre Stevenson, Ty Montgomery. Ty Montgomery will get touches. He'll contribute on special teams. I don't so think he'll Andre. be the 40-plus catch guy. Mm-hmm. I think if anybody reaches kind of that level, I don't think anybody will get to the James White 78 catch level no, or whatever God, it was. No. But whoever, if there's going to be one person that gets to that 40-ish level, I think it will probably be Stevenson. Focal point number two, I think the Pats need to work on. You said that you'd like to see them establish the cornerback depth because who knows who the hell is going to be out there uh, at any point playing what part uh, of the back end of the defense. They need offensive line depth, and they need oh, yeah. badly. But that's easier to find. Badly. I'm a big believer you can find line depth. I wanted depth. Riley Reef. I wanted maybe. But Eric even Fisher, beyond somebody, that, just give me a, those are names. A, a serviceable, dependable veteran tackle to bring. I don't in. even care about names. There are guys where you go, huh? That guy's been on four teams, and he started thirty games over mm-hmm. four years. Great, blah blah bring blah. Him in. Like you I'll can find those. Is he at the, Logan or TF Green? Right. But you, but you can find those. Bill will find. They don't always work. Like, they've tried to do it. The, they do it every year, the almost Marcus every Cannon year. trade, if you will. Um, they've had, what was Cunningham was one of them a couple of years ago. Um, there was the center they got from oh, the Bills. Brian Waters, maybe? Uh, well, no, Waters was an all-pro. Forget yeah, that. I'm talking about guys they brought in basically the end of August, early September. We'll send you a, a pick swap. We'll bring right. that guy in. They've done that a ton of times. You can't really do that at corner. No. Corner is too key a position. Like, you end up getting exposed at corner. And I know you can get exposed at tackle, too, obviously. But those are two areas where I do think there's the house of cards. I stand by it. I said it in whenever it was, April, May. Yeah. It feels like a house of cards. And I believe you said, and the cards are already a little bit damp. They're, they're, they're a little damp apart, right now. Yeah. We left them outside after we little, played a card game late. And yes, got damp and a now, little bit. Yeah. So that's an area to keep an eye on. But, again, if Isaiah Wynn is out there and if Trent Brown are, is out there for – 17 games, it's not nearly the problem we are posing it to be. Some players had a nice night in their NFL debut. Some players had a nice night in their Patriots debut. Some people that we've seen previously play for the Patriots did not play so well, and we may not be seeing them play much more often. It was definitely a preseason game. I'll leave it at that, Andy. It was very much a preseason game. The final score, once again, means absolutely nothing. It was Giants 23, Patriots 21. A couple up, a couple down for the Pats. We move on now to the coordinated team practices with the Carolina Panthers on the 16th and 17th of August. And we will be back in Foxborough 
on the 19th for preseason game number two, the final preseason pretend football game of the 2022 preseason against those same Carolina Panthers from Foxborough, Massachusetts. For at Jumbo Hart, this is your old pal Nick at Fitzy GFY Stevens wrapping up this reaction pod to how are you tonight? Patriots preseason game number one. Give us a follow at Six Rings Pod. Tell your friends, rate, review, and subscribe. Spotify, the Odyssey app, Apple Pods, wherever you get it. Andy and Shime and company will have plenty of podcast action for you over the next week leading up to preseason game number two. Thank you guys for giving us a couple minutes to tell you what we saw down here and how we felt about it tonight. We will talk to you soon. Thanks much, and go Pats. Andy ate a giant piece of cake. It was yummy. (laughs) 